Welcome to the Data Leadership Lessons Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony J. Algman. Data is everywhere in our businesses, and it takes leadership to make the most of it. We bring you the people, stories, and lessons to help you become a data leader. Today, I'm joined by John Ladley and the data doc, Tom Redman. Both are well-known data management thought leaders and have been individual guests on the show before. But today, we are here to talk about something specific, the failure of data management. First, gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Yeah. Thanks so, for having us, Anthony. My yeah, pleasure. Thank you. Um, so let's jump right into it. All right. So the first question, John and Tom, what made you decide that data management had failed? Oh, I'll go. I'll go first on that one. Um, Tom and I have been talking on and off for two years, um, uh, basically doing a thought experiment. And that thought experiment is progress is too slow. Um, uh, you go to a conference and it's the same topics. You get a question from the audience and it's the same question. I literally the same question for 20 years running. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty good data there. Um, I've got some uh, clients. If I take a look at the clients I've had in the last six months, a uh, common thread is um, buying lots of technology, can't get managed and buy-in, can't get anything to start. We tried to do one thing and that didn't click. Um, uh, uh, um, we need a business case because no one wants to listen to us. It's the same stuff again and again. And again, I'm, I'm sure Tom's got similar, similar comments. Yeah. I mean, let me build on that, John. I mean, the, you know, the other thing we did here is, is we kind of looked at the facts and, um, and one of the things that coronavirus really made clear is, is it just take some basic questions like, like how many people have died from coronavirus or how many people have had the disease. Right. And, 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 you know, we're a long way into this now. And we still don't have good answers to those to those basic questions. Uh, and if you dive into healthcare, it's like, okay, well, it's a it's, it's a pandemic. People weren't ready, but but you dive in, and and we didn't have answers to basic questions before this pandemic. Questions like, you know, how many hospital readmissions are there, or what's the rate of of infant mortality? And so, they, you know, these are basic health and public health issues. And, and then as we looked at, you know, at, at other industries, well, OK, you know, people were wondering if there was going to be toilet paper when there was going to be toilet paper. And uh, OK, well, it's a crisis. But then you dig down and and you look at, at, at the data before there was a crisis and, and still data quality statistics were extremely low and, and the associated costs were were extremely high. And. And, and, and taking nothing away from, from, from the pandemic, but, but the state of quality before the pandemic and then as highlighted by the pandemic are eerily similar, yeah. right? And, and as John and I batted our you know, heads, heads against this, I mean, it's just inescapable, right? We, the data management community, like failed to put in place the things that we needed such that we could manage and we could manage the pandemic and we could manage day in and day out. Yeah. How much of this is, is consistency as opposed to quality? Like, cause I just, I think about all the different States that are reporting and we use the COVID example, I think is, is as good as anything, certainly top of mind for folks. 
you see each state doing their own thing, different timings, different systems, different ways of reporting that information. How much of it is due to that breakdown in the way they're communicating it? And how much of it happens further upstream in how the analytics are created in the first place? Well, look, I mean, you got to do several things right to have high quality data. And one is, is you've got to have clear definitions of what you're out after. Right. And and, you know, in, in, the, in the case of the pandemic, some clear definitions of, of what a death due to pandemic uh, due to coronavirus is. I mean, that's fundamental. Yeah. And and getting agreement on that is is fundamental. And then building and, 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 and that's a group thing. Right. I mean, the CDC or the NIH or or some coordinating body has to has to lead that work. And and then at the same time, you know, somebody dies. You have to decide, is this a coronavirus death or not? Right. That is a very, very local thing. Uh and 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 I mean and, and, and this again, I mean, this reflects all, all of our data, right? We have to get it properly defined and we have to collect it properly. And a lot of the properly defined is a central thing. And a lot of the collecting it properly is is a local thing. Um and and so, you know, in, 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 in this particular case, there's plenty of blame to spread around, Anthony. Sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and just to extend that, the consistency is based on metrics. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, CMS tells hospitals, CMS being, you know, uh, Medicare, if, if you don't know what that stands for. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a catalog of metrics, and this is how you calculate um, uh, um a meaningful use. This is how you calculate an infection rate. And this is what the data elements mean. And it's available, but you just, we don't, you know, no one uses it. Why, I mean, why not? All right. Mm-hmm. What is, what's, the, you know, what is the algorithm? What are the filters for the data? It, 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 this is not hard to do. You're not doing it. So there's a certain, just to extend what Tom said, besides the, consi- there's a certain mindset behind the consistency here, mm-hmm. which is, we don't we don't have time to be consistent. That is borderline unethical, yeah. right? And then when you talk about ethics, now you have to enter into the fact that whatever the data is, it's been politicized. That's sure. And data is supposed to be the great arbitrator, right? Now it's the great hammer that doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. I don't care what your beliefs are. Both sides are using data as a hammer, and that's not ethical. So... So, um, you know, I mean, we're blowing it. We're blowing the chance. There we go. Yeah. So, well, I think I think we can all agree that it's broken, that it, there's problems and that there's there's the current scenario in whether we're talking about the pandemic specifically or just broader in terms of data management um, is, is problematic. Like we have not certainly have not succeeded. And clearly, I think you guys have taken a stance around data management failed. You'd, you'd written this article and we've been talking about it. So I want to, instead of just, I don't want to spend too much time agreeing that it's broken and agreeing that it's it's a problem. I want to talk about what do we do? Like the people listening to this, we're, we're, we're want, we want to fix things. We want to make things better. So you, you've talked about how this whole situation has provided our data management community and, and, and our business leadership broadly, you know, a, a historic opportunity. What do you mean by that? And what, what, what is that all about? Well, catharsis is good, right? If if you go to any 12-step program for anything, right, what's the first thing you have to do? 
right? You admit I have yeah, a problem. Mistakes, yeah. Right. I've got a problem. Everyone. Hi, I'm John. I have a problem. Everyone goes, hello, John. <laughs> right. Um, um, we have to have that. We have to take that hard look in the mirror. Right. I've been going to the EDW conference for 25 years and, and I've heard the same darn thing. And, and yet I'm going to go back again and, and say the same things. And you should say, I, I, maybe I need to say something different or maybe I need to quit complaining about the same things and do something about it. That's um, look in the mirror first. All right. Um, commit to making things better. It, I'd like to build on that a little bit. I mean, if, if there's one thing that's core to all of us in data management, it is, is, you know, assemble the set of relevant facts and work from that set of facts. And, and the facts here are we failed. And, and as John says, admitting it is cathartic, right? You can't improve and, and, until, and, until you, you, you admit it. And, um, and, and that's why it's, it's such a, a historic opportunity. Now, do bear in mind, I mean, there's been other crises, um, you know, depending on how old you are, you may have heard of, Sar- you know, this Enron and Sarbanes-Oxley kind of problem. And, and then more recently, the, the financial crisis, uh, the, 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 the Great Recession, as, as, as some call it. But there were failures there, too. And, and the data management community probably had an opportunity to, to step up then as well. I, I don't think the case was as crystal clear then as, as, as it is today. Right. Um, and uh, by the way, I mean, you know, John mentioned that we spent a couple of years really, you know, beating each other up on, you know, why is this going so, so slow? And so one of the important questions we've asked is, well, maybe we're wrong, right? So maybe, you know, maybe data is not really important, right? So maybe, you know, the world, the world doesn't need it. And, and, um, and, and man, that's, that's been a hard question. The, the reason we think that it, it, you know, data, the future does lie in data is this great success stories, right? That, that companies have had, that have companies that have taken first steps have, have had, and the great things in analytics and the great things in quality and the great things in, in monetization. I mean, it's only a few percent that have done it. Right. But once they've gotten, you know, they've gotten this idea and they've aligned behind it, it is just so, so successful and transformative for the companies and and the individuals doing the work. Mm-hmm. So, so just to summarize, you know, we want to be prescriptive here today, as you said, Anthony. OK, so um, first thing is admit. You can use the thought experiment Tom and I have done, but admit that what we've been doing hasn't worked. Yeah. All right. Ergo, we need to do something different or, or nothing at all. Now we've investigated the nothing at all. And there's too many successes to say, no, that's, that's, that's not the answer. So there's only one thing left logically. So, so so John, I mean, just, you know, to put a little bit of an edge on it, it, it's, it's not that it's failed. It, it, it succeeded in plenty of situations. It has failed on Moss. We have failed to convince the great majority of yeah. companies and government agencies um, right. of the importance of data and and you know, good data management. Uh, yeah, what's failed is this 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 enterprise data management message that's been mm-hmm. out for that it's an enterprise thing. 
And, and, you know, we know that one-offs work. We know that certain approaches work where you focus in on just small groups or, or either do a proof of concept or a use case or implement formal practices where there were informal practices. And we know all that works. Okay. Those are great strategies to prove value to, to implement in small little chunks, but the real brass ring that we've been claiming for 30 years now has remained globally elusive. And that's where, and so the first thing, as we said, recap here is we got to know, understand that what we've done to do that hasn't worked. We need to do something. We need to do something else. Organizations need to do some new things. We'll, we'll probably get to that because Anthony, you're a heck of a facilitator <laughs> and we'll, and, and, and we'll get to the, um, Always butter up the host, Tom. All right, there you go. Anyway, and then, um, and then we'll talk. You know, we have to get to the individual stuff here too, right? Mm -hmm. Well, and and, you know, to make it more actionable for the people listening, like whose problem is this to solve? Is this is 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 the failure on the shoulders of the data management community alone? Have we been trying to affect change that we're incapable of affecting? Are we are we doing the wrong things or are we in a position that we're going to fail no matter what we do? Uh, so, so let me take the first whack at that. I, I, I mean, it, it is is easy to, you know, be critical of leadership, right, for not building on the successes that, that are out there and, and making them happen in, in organizations. I personally think our, our biggest failure in the data management community is, is there are a bunch of simple things that work over and over again. And the first is that data management is largely management. Right? We, have, we, have, we have depended too much on tools and we have not gotten the basic data management in place. Uh, through the quality lens, the two most important roles are data customer and data creator. And, and when people take up those roles, quality improves quickly, mm-hmm. right? But so, you know, uh, tens, maybe hundreds of thousands of people know about those roles and, and millions do not, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and the data management community largely has failed to to train people on 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 those roles, um, I think our biggest and most important failure is that we have failed to train up, and you know it, it is easy to fault senior management for for not doing things. On the other hand, how could they understand the importance of data, the importance of getting this this management in place? There's no way in in their backgrounds they. They would have come across this, and and so we in the community, right? We we fail to to do that training up. Instead, expecting you know some miracle to occur, mm-hmm. and our management to suddenly become enlightened, and you know, and then and then boom, good things are are going to happen. But you know, there's a saying that all change is bottom up, all change is top down, mm-hmm. and the bottom up piece is having the success stories. And then driving those things and the simple messages up, and and making it clear that the, the the business impact the business opportunity and and in, I think John agrees with me. But yeah. I mean, this if we're to pick out one failure, this is it, right? And 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 it's also something we can do something about. Too. Yeah, and yeah. and 
so continuing then on, you know, what do you do as say as a, a um, first? Well, I'll take the community. What does the community, us as a community, do? Um, first, acknowledge we've acknowledged that we have a problem. So, what's the second thing you acknowledge? Is it is 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 that that is it? Your problem isn't unique. It isn't special. You know, yes, I'm sitting there in the AA meeting and I have a I have a problem. Well, and the next thing is that's okay. Okay, you have a problem. We we tend to we tend to soft pedal or shine up something that's not shiny in data management about what we do. So we we really gravitate towards the uh, uh, um, uh, implementation techniques that uh, appear easily. We gravitate towards the vendor stuff because they promise great results. Um, but those don't get us to the hard part. And what we have to understand, and and I can, I'll, I'll, I catch heat for this every time I say it because people don't listen to what I'm saying, is this is an anthropological issue. That doesn't mean we implement Big Bang. That doesn't mean every data governance project that, that John works on is some massive cultural upheaval or anything like that. What it means is, regardless of how you implement it, you've got to understand that this is different. We've never done this before. Yeah. And if for you to say, oh, we're implementing data governance, we're going to write a policy, and on Monday morning that policy is effective, and then you walk away, and then you wonder why you're not successful, <laughs> that is poor, awful, stinky execution. You do that in any other profession. All right, you do that in accounting or marketing or anything. You lose your job on Tuesday morning if you do that on Monday morning. Oh, we got data governance department just spewing policies and say, oh, that's it. We're good. Good to go. Good to go. So, so another area is execution, folks. Now, when I wrote the first data governance book, I was really struggling because you can tell I'm, I'm redder than I usually am now. Wow. <laughs> anyway, um, you can tell. The people I tried to execute. So I, I bought a book and it was called How to Execute. Well, it was simple, you know, and it was a base and it didn't focus on anything. There's just ways you get things done, and data mm -hmm. management is not exclusive or different right. it, or different from that. Okay. Right. So we market it poorly. So as a community, quit soft peddling this. Mm -hmm. Say, look, it's going to be hard. We got ways to help you get into it. We got the non invasive, the minimally invasive, the iterative. The whatever we can we can make this as easy as we've got culture change we've got training and and sustainable practice we can make this as easy as you can but at the end of the day if you want all this great wonderfulness from your monetized data and you weren't doing that yet last year something's got to change really okay um that's our data folks now the the, the business side of this community they've got to change too all right you want all these, everyone wants these benefits. They love those point of light projects that Tom talks about. We monetize this. We did this. We did that. And then, I mean, I've got three or four groups I'm working with now and they want that. They want the big data driven. They want, mm -hmm. yes, we're going to be forged into the future being data driven. Um, uh, takes a little work folks. Uh, you know, you know, I'm looking at uh, these data strategies. I review a lot of them. People send them to me, and they're all not data strategies. They're all technology implementation strategies. Right. All right. Yeah. So, so on the business side, this isn't a free lunch. I mean, 
at one point in time, most large organizations did Six Sigma or Lean or tried something. So the one that succeed, the ones that succeeded, dug in, rolled up their sleeves, and worked at it. All right, mm-hmm. it's not that easy. So that's the community yeah. aspect, right? Uh, and, and, and and John, and John they, they built, built it, it. In, right? right. The, the the quality department was not aside. The you know the, the the it was built in. The work was going on in the line. Yes, uh, built in absolutely. Right? right. So you know, data management was not a silo. Right. Right. I mean, there may be a few people in it, but but it was recognized. This is a line thing. Yeah. Quit allowing. Uh, you and I were talking about this just the other day. A lot of data governance projects aren't governance. Governance is oversight. Governance mm-hmm. is nothing new. It's been around for thousands of years. All right. And everyone knows. When I hear that, I, I got I got a call this afternoon and someone says, Well, could you talk to my group and explain governance to me? And I'm like, didn't they pay attention in college? Yeah. All right. But you know, it's the same. See, but 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 when you, you hear all 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 of this, um there, there's not a lot new here. There's just the need to do some blocking and tackling here. By the way, I mean, this is a reason to be upbeat, too, because it's not True. like we need these great inventions. Yeah. Right? We, we don't need miracles. We need to do regularly what the leaders have done consistently. So, so guys, we we started this conversation right talking it, it, about data management, right? We talked about data management, this mm-hmm. this piece of our organizational structures that that focus on all the things that we do with data. Fine, John, you mentioned a couple times we we have the the more narrow focus, which some people out there focus in around data governance, and they talk about data governance, and clearly that's going the wrong direction. This is not a even a, a data management problem to solve. This is clearly not just a data governance problem to solve. Right, right. But how do we make this actionable? Like, what do we actually, is this the technology organization? Is this something that the CIO should be going to the peer group and saying, oh, we've got to do this? Or where does this come from? How do we reorient ourselves so that we can actually make this work? So, so Anthony, look, I mean, I, 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 there is an overwhelming simplicity to what we were just talking about, mm-hmm. right? Lots of things do work. What works is basic data management. Again, I'm going to, you know, focus on the quality, right? Well, mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's two basic things you need to get going to manage quality per, uh, properly. You have to get people to understand they are customers. They use pe- stuff created by others. Right. And and the habit is too often that they send junk. And so I fix it up so I can do my work. Right. You look at the sales department. They're doing that. You look at decision makers are doing that. Operations is doing that. Yeah. Sometimes I say, you know, uh, uh, sales gets bad leads for marketing. They pass bad data on to operations. Operations passes bad data on to on to finance. And everybody's correcting this stuff. So rather than saying hey, I'm a customer, I deserve better, right? I mean, step one is just this simple, we have to get out of the habit of correcting other people's crap, right? Mm-hmm. And and then, you know, and then this, the second thing is, 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 well, simultaneously, the other thing that you are is you're a creator, creating stuff that the next person or process in line needs. So doesn't it make sense to spend a few minutes finding out what they need 
and and measuring how you're doing against that and and sitting down and seeing if you can do a, a better job. Right. I mean, I, I, I think that this is kind of like like there is nothing there is nothing very difficult about that. There's nothing very, very technical about that. But it does require getting off your chair, out of your cubicle, right, going and, 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 and working upstream and downstream and, and, and doing that work, right? And, I mean, it really an awful lot of our problems in data management – well, an awful lot of problems in data management do go away when people do, do this. This is not something that's theoretical. I'm, you know, and there's plenty of examples of this in the literature – and and the benefits are nor are enormous, right? Sure. And and so and so that's what we mean by basic blocking and tackling, right? Get these roles and responsibilities in place. Now, again, if you're in data management, you can't do that sitting in your office. You can't do that by issuing a policy. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, you got to get out there and and wander around and sit with people and help them learn these things. And 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 teach, teach, teach. Well, let me play devil's advocate a little bit more. Then, isn't there an like this sounds really hard? It, and like this, isn't there an easier way? Like, can't we just go and buy a data catalog and to have that do this stuff for no. us? No, it, I mean that's the bottom line here, <laughs> Anthony. You're giving us a lot. I mean, that's what every you just does. you and it that, doesn't. You, you feed that one up and I'm going to hit it with a slight draw straight down the middle. Um, uh, no, it's, it's, it's not easy. And, and that is a, a, that is that, that is, that is where I go back to. It's an anthropological issue and people go, well, John, that's rather lofty and philosophical and mm-hmm. no one wants to hear that. Well, I'm not telling you run into the CEO's office and say, excuse me, madam, this is an anthropological issue. Well, that's, that's how you lose your job. Right. But, but I'm saying there's a mindset here you've got to have. This isn't easy. Mm-hmm. And easy things require um, uh, marketing. It requires position. Uh, if you go back to any analog that we use, which is, let's say, a company implementing Lean or Six Sigma or a company that's gone through a massive burning platform problem or companies that, going through, uh, that went through uh, the Affordable Care Act transition, or any of these other things that, we, and a few of the things that we thought were, were going to be great motivators, but they weren't, they were companies took shortcuts on, on, on it. I mean, there, this is not easy. All right. Now I want to be upbeat here. We don't want to be pounding this. There are some real simple things you can do. I'm going to extend Tom focused on data quality. I'm going to step into my area, which is the, the governance and, and the, you know, the wet, the wetware we, you know, we call it right. I have this thing I talk about once in a while called data debt. Well, there, there's a philosophy behind data debt. And that is that data strategy in the 21st century is business strategy. Mm-hmm. If you're doing business strategy and then sometime down the road, you go, well, what's our data strategy to support that? You've already failed in the 21st century as a business leader. If I can, if there's a business leader listening to this, Listen to this one thing from the whole thing here is if you don't have your data strategy and your business strategy on the same piece of paper you hand to the board, you're behind the curve in the 21st century. Yeah. All right. It's, it's that simple. So what does Joe data person do? All right. Or Josephine data governance, data steward do well. 
you just mention to people all the time, well, here's the business strategy. We're going to do this initiative next year, this initiative next year. Well, what's the data strategy to go with that? Just ask that question. Right. Simple as that. Yeah. Even if they say, well, we'll figure that out later. Just say, okay, fine. We'll figure that out later. I'm going to calculate the risks with doing that and the cost with doing that. That's the provocateur angle that Tom talks about. Um, the other thing is learn what execution means. All right. We got a bad habit in data. All right. Um, and again, being upbeat here, take all this expertise we have and this wonderful abstract thinking that we in the data world are all capable of and understand that the other 80% of the universe doesn't think the way we think. Mm -hmm. All right. Learn how to execute, learn how to think how everyone else comes in every day and does their job, which is they set a target, they set a goal, they set up a series of steps to do it, and they measure themselves and they hold themselves accountable at the end of the day for those results. Very few data governance programs get started with someone saying, I'm going to stand here and look over your shoulder and in six months, I'm going to measure the results. And if I don't see results, there will be accountability for that. Yeah. All right. What we usually do is say, oh, what failed, didn't work, you know, oh, didn't get buy-in, and you need to go away. No, it's not that. The third last thing is, we, we've been hearing about this in all your uh, podcasts, Anthony, and that's the data literacy thing. Mm -hmm. But there is a specific constructive scenario with data literacy, and that's not just wait for someone like Tom or I to come in and do a data literacy class for leadership, okay? Um, it's, it's walk the talk yourself. All right. Right. Okay. You know, and this is kind of makes a full circle back to data strategy is business strategy. Mm -hmm. Well, we're not doing it that way. And instead of grumbling to yourself, calculate what the data debt is going to be or, or the risks or the mm -hmm. impact. And just let people know that you're going to measure that and, and proceed with it. And it, some, someone's going to say, well, this is going to take a really long time. Yeah, it is. But we've been at it for 30 years. I don't think an extra year or two is going to matter all that all that much as long as you start to see the needle moving uh, uh, a little bit. So um, I, I, I just wanted to extend Tom's context is quality. Obviously, my context is different. Um, uh, but there's lots of positive things we can do and we can do without getting into trouble. Right. There's a lot of that here. What, what, so, Anthony, you, you started this with the question about technology, and I, and mm -hmm. I want to put a capstone on it. Um, so about 20 years ago, I, I, I read something so clever, I, I wish I'd thought of it, but, but it was, it was it's sort of like this process for, for how, you, how you, you build things in organizations. And, and it, said, it sort of said, start with what you're trying to achieve and then, and then you know, get that very clear and then think through the organization you have to put in place to achieve it. And step three is, is what business processes do you need so that you can actually execute? And step four is technology. And step four is technology to increase scale and, and decrease unit costs. And, and since I've heard that, I've, I've started watching how senior leaders think about things, mm. right? And, and to a person, they think long and hard about strategy and they think long and hard about organization. And, and, and then, you know, lower in the organization, people are worried about the process and, and the technology, but there is an incredible investment in this. And it seems to me in the data community, 
we think that the opposite, the, the process in the opposite direction is going to work. Somehow we're going to think about, right, technology, and that's going to lead to process. And somehow that's going to force organizational changes and, and, new, and new strategies. I mean, it's sort of like, you know, the data version of if we build it, they will come. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, well, the evidence is they haven't. Right. And 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 in terms of taking a hard look in the mirror, I mean, this is part of it. That hasn't worked. Right. And and you've got to understand the linkage between data and business strategy and these organizational things. As I mentioned, customers and creators, it's the simplest thing in the organization. We need to be spending more time there. Right. And at least until things are working, no time on on the technology. I'm going to, I, stories are powerful and I'm going to tell a story. I have a call this week with a new client who, who, who I will say candidly may not be a new client by the end of this discussion because they sent me all their documents. They sent me their strategy. They want someone to help them and mentor and coach, which is what I do now in my empire of one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is, um, is that, uh, um, um, I don't have big empires like Tom or Anthony anymore. Uh, anyway, um, uh, but I'm going to tell them something they don't want to hear because on their strategy is select all their data tools by the end of the year and then build a bunch of data sources first and second quarter and then third quarter teach people how to use those data sources and bring them in. Now, I have seen this exact plan hundreds of times and and and, and I'm older. When you get older, you lose your filters, right? <laughs> Anthony, you can look forward to this, okay? It's happening As, already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I'm gonna. They're gonna say, John, how can we? How can you help us do this? I said, well, this is easy because I'm gonna take half of this stuff and throw it in the trash. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm not gonna look at your tools. I'm not gonna look at anything because nowhere in your strategy did you tell me how much more business you wanted after this was done. Right. Yeah. Nowhere in your strategy did you tell me how literate you wanted your leadership to be. Did you want to, Do you want to delegate data decisions? Do you want to drive? Do they want the algorithms to tell the organization what to do? Mm-hmm. Or, or do they want to be, be data-led or data-guided or, 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 or data-subordinate to the algorithm, right? I, I, I don't know. You haven't told me any of that. And that's what we need to do, right, before we do that. Um, but, you know, it says right there, number one requirement uh, – Tool selection, number two requirement, do an architecture, number three, get people engaged. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. really? It's, 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 it's still happening all the time. And I'm going to tell them in a positive light that we've learned that that really doesn't work. And that's what all of you folks can do. That doesn't mean you're going to win the battle, all right? You know, right. but right. you've got to start planting the seeds. That's all. Right. Are there the the question I want to ask is because a lot of these things are big things are going to take a lot of you know small efforts or small adjustments over time and you're going to lead to, to bigger changes over time. What are things that that folks, especially data management folks, that maybe feel cut off from some of the leadership side discussions that um, are going to drive a lot of their activities? What are some of the things that they can start? evaluating or measuring now to get a foothold. Like, I feel like a lot of these things, they, they'll agree, you know, first foremost that yes, we have a problem. We haven't been able to be as effective as we want to do. I'm still not exactly sure. What can I do myself 
to start to put us on that right path. And I would imagine that some of that comes back to starting to measure those things um, that you can measure. What are some of those things? Well, I'll take the first, you know, look, we all have customers in companies, right? And so, you know, if you're in data management, you have customers too. And so you should start by asking yourself, well, who are my customers, right? Who are my most important customers? What do they need? How do I know what they need? When's the last time I talked to them? Where are their business directions going? Um, and and by the way, this is at any level in, in inside the inside the organization. So have those conversations with with your customers. Um, you know, a, a, an awful lot of important work gets done when somebody says, "I'd like to invite you to a meeting. I'll buy the pizza." Or um, can we meet after work? I'll buy you a beer, right? And open up those 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 lines of communication, right? First, this is this is first and foremost. Get connected to get connected to the business and use whatever whatever means you you know you have to do that. But there's great stories too, by the way, about about you know I'd call them provocateurs, but people who wanted to change the business and. So they figured out a way to get on the same elevator as somebody, right, four, four levels up and said, you know, hey, we're riding the elevator. Can I tell you a little bit about what I'm doing? The answer to that is almost always yes kind of thing and, and, and create an opportunity, create an opportunity that way. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So there are always simple ways to get yourself better connected to the business. And once you're connected, I've got three things because uh, I like three things. There's probably five, but I'll just cover the top three. All right. One is what can you do is this is measure anecdotally because it's too hard to, to measure uh, quantitatively, but call out and communicate the data debt you've generated to date. Okay. The second thing is relay to leadership the history there's no large organization or even now medium ones now that haven't taken a run where the word governance was used or the word uh, analytics was used or whatever. And in some organizations, you're not allowed to use those words anymore, right? You have to, <laughs> you have right. to come up with a synonym, okay? Call those out and say, look, we've hammered on this before. We have to do something different, Okay. The last thing that as an individual you can do, and I've preached this for years, so apologies to listeners if you've heard this before, is seek out and know your the needs of your organization, not the wants, yeah. but the needs of your organization. That means understand your business model. Understand if you're an NGO or government, understand the objectives. It is out there. Do some research. Don't just wait for your boss to tell you, because if your boss is in middle management, politically, the less they tell you, the the better off they are, okay, as a data person. So find out for yourself and translate your environment into what the organization needs to move forward, not what they're asking for, all right? Again, I've got another proposal on my desk where they say, you know, we did this big discussion about data in our organization and we need a glossary and we need a BI tool and we need to hire some data scientists and nowhere does it say why. Yeah. Right. Okay. And, 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 and if you want to help the organization, tell the business leader, slow down. I understand. 
And yes, some of those things are going to be at the end of the process. But if you alter, if you don't understand this black box, we've all seen the cartoon, you know, of the black box on the chalkboard, right? And I think we need a little more detail here in the middle, right? If, if you can't fill something in that black box, the outcome um, is, is indeterminate. I will tell you this, you will fail for sure, all right? But if you can put a little detail, just a little detail in that black box, you will adjust the tool. You will adjust the glossary. You will adjust the roadmap. And, and you will have better results. And, 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 and it's a little incremental thing. But, but mm-hmm. So th- those are the three things. Just, just we'll, we'll do number four, five, and six later. Another podcast, right? Yes. But just, just those three things right there. Outstanding. So we only have another minute or two left. And, and I want to just open it up to you. It, it, is there anything else that we should be thinking about in the data management community to be more effective, to, to write the ship so that we can go and have a conference when we're allowed to meet each other in person again and have a new conversation? What should that new conversation be? Or what do we need to do in the meantime to make a new conversation possible? Um. Could I answer a different question? Of course. Yeah. I, I was hoping you were going to ask us, um, what what should a, a, um, a business leader do after listening to this podcast? Okay. Um, is that a reasonable question? Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that was I, – I took that from other answers, but I think it, it's certainly worth being more explicit about that. Right. And so, by and the way, I mean, this is probably something that – the data managers can teach people to ask, but, but, but the first question, if you're a business leader, you should ask is, is did I, and do I have the data I need to manage through the, the pandemic and the crisis? And, and, and I've talked to lots of them in the last eight or 10 months and all of them have been very open that, you know, they did not have what they needed to, to get through. And the follow-up question was, well, you know, now through that lens, did you have what you needed beforehand? And and they weren't thinking about that, but by and large, the answer was was yes, kind of thing. I, excuse me, no, I did not. The pandemic did not really reveal anything new. I was way too confident um, before. And the second thing is, so, you know, we're talking about you know the data management community you know, needs to educate people, but people can educate their, themselves, right? I mean, there's plenty of good stuff out out there. And and the third thing I think is, is, is if you're a business leader, it's time to become way, way more demanding of your data, of your data teams, mm-hmm. right? It's time to demand that they really get in and mix it up and, and, and do things that are valuable and help you address your fundamental question of do I have the stuff I need to 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 get through this crisis and then you know manage as we recover? Here's what I want to hear. I want to hear some people sitting around at one of those stupid tall bar height wobbly tables with, <laughs> They're with always a bad wobbly. cocktail. Yeah. With a bad cocktail in their hand, a really bad cabernet. Uh-huh. And um <laughs> and and say I have KPIs this year that I didn't have last year. And the whole data department now is on the corporate balance scorecard. I, we have, I have a client right now like this where leadership said, oh, you guys want data real bad? Here's the scorecard. Here's your data quality targets. We had a consultant come in 
and here's the targets for data access and use. And 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 uh, one of the big targets is stand up data quality and get uh, um, um, so many data quality problems fixed by the end of the year. All right, and they are held accountable for that. I want people to say, can you believe I'm being held accountable for this? My friend Freddie got fired because of this. I I want to hear that. All right, yeah. I want to hear. I was able to get that audience in the elevator with leadership, and I told them thus and so, and they said, could you bring that to a, a, a meeting? Um, I want to hear, we did a small effort, and we showed them this amount of value, but it was not in terms of better access to data or all that, but we actually put $50,000 on the bottom line, and I measured that. That's what I want to uh, I, I definitely, and the other thing I'd love to hear is we got halfway through implementing a glossary and canceled the project. Now I know the <laughs> vendors don't want to hear that, but we canceled it. We put it on hold because we were putting in a tool. We were teaching people to use a tool. We were teaching people to use a, a, a radio arm saw and they didn't even know what, you know, what a rip cut was versus a cross cut. All right. And, but we're teaching them to do all this kind of stuff. So those are the things I'd like to hear at the next conference. Yeah. And, and I mean, and consider what a step up that would be from we implemented the whole data glossary. We pay, we played the license for you know, 10 years. Nobody ever used it kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Well, I, there's been so much good information in this, uh, in this episode. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Tom, John, thank you so much for joining us today. Yep. Thanks again, Anthony. It was a hoot. We've got to do this <laughs> And thank you for watching or listening today. You'll find links and more information about today's topic in the show notes. Subscribe to our show on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Visit algman.com to learn more about Algman Data Leadership and the many ways we can help you become a data leader. Stay safe during these unusual times and go make an impact.